In this episode of the podcast, we are going to talk about the lessons that I learned on date night while watching the movie yesterday. I know, it sounds weird. Right now is the best time ever to be in the music industry. The opportunities to build, engage, and monetize a fan base has never been easier. So why do so many artists still feel stuck and frustrated? Because the music industry is constantly evolving, and they aren't. I created this podcast as a way to help you navigate the music industry, to stay up to date with the changes, to help get your mind focused on what really matters. My name is Rick Barker, and I went from living homeless on the streets, addicted to drugs, to helping launch one of the biggest stars in the world. I've consulted major labels like Sony and Big Machine Records, talent TV shows like American Idol and The Launch. I co-authored the $150,000 music degree, and I speak at music conferences all over the world. I have a goal to affect millions of people with songs I didn't write or perform by helping creatives just like you get your content to the world. This podcast is one of my ways to achieve that. Welcome to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Helping you navigate the music industry, here's Rick Barker with the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. At the tape of this podcast episode, there is a movie that is out called Yesterday. It just came out on Friday. Super excited and super pumped for it. One, because I love the music of the Beatles. I'm a big fan of Ed Sheeran. And I just thought the concept and the premise was going to be fun and was going to be cute. And I didn't realize until halfway into the movie what lessons were being shared that I could turn around and share with other artists and other creatives and other musicians. So I'm going to share a bit of the movie with you without, you know, spoiling anything. When I walked into the office, Hannah and I were talking about it. Maddie was like, don't say it. Don't say anything. Don't say anything because we had both seen it. But I think I can get the point across without spoiling it. And if you haven't had a chance to see it yet, go out and see it. And if you haven't, uh, if, if it's already past the time when it's in the theaters, go rent it, but watch the movie yesterday. Okay, so the premise of the movie is this. There's this struggling artist uh, overseas somewhere. We never, I think he's from like London or Scotland or somewhere like that, but he's overseas and he's doing like what a lot of musicians do. He's playing the coffee house route. He's busking. He's doing whatever he can. Imagine his style is very Ed Sheeran-ish. Uh, he's singer-songwriter. So he's playing coffee shops. He's playing loud bars. He's playing parties. And of course, he has this one person who's his you know, pseudo-manager, his biggest fan. She's fantastic. He has the friends that show up to all of his events, and they're the only ones that are really paying attention and it's starting to to frustrate him he's really starting to have a hard time with this he's working a a part-time job he's starting to get crap from his boss and he figures that he's going to do this one last gig so she gets super pumped super excited she gets him booked on this festival he's ecstatic he goes in he plays this festival and like a lot of you he's playing this big festival but he's not on the big stage. He's in a tent, off to the side, in the room. There's about five folks. So when he's done, he thanks her for everything that she's done. He he thanks her for all the hard work, but he says, look, obviously I'm not meant to do this. How often have you felt like that when putting out your music or putting out anything that 
maybe I'm not cut out to do this. Maybe I'm not supposed to do this, or maybe I'm doing it for all the wrong reasons. So as they're leaving, he gets, she takes him down, gets on his bike. She drops him off at his bike. He's got his backpack uh, with his guitars in it. He's heading off. And then at that moment, everywhere in the world, the power goes out. For 12 seconds. Kind of like what just happened in New York City, but not for as long. So the power goes out. Power comes. He ends up getting hit by a bus. I know. Gets hit by a bus. Breaks his guitar. Loses his teeth. He's in the hospital. And when he comes back and is starting his recovery, they buy him a brand new guitar. And they buy him this guitar just to kind of bring his spirits back, to lift him back up. So he picks up the guitar and he starts playing it. And he plays Yesterday by the Beatles. And you can see the reaction and the emotion on their faces. And when he's done, they're like, oh my God, when did you write that? Now, these are his best friends. So at this point, he thinks they're pulling a joke over on him, trying to make him feel better. And they're convincing him that they do not know who the Beatles are that they've never heard that song before. So he goes home, jumps on Google, he starts typing, and it's true. The Beatles are gone. So as of right now, he's the only person who knows the Beatles songs. So he takes a chance and he starts releasing these songs as his own. Okay, so we'll we'll kind of get let you go watch the movie and and figure the rest out. It's fantastic, but what I took from that, it, it was like watching people and the reaction as he was releasing these songs of people hearing this music for the first time. That's when you know you're onto something. I listen to a lot of music, and a lot of music that I listen to, unfortunately, is crap. I get no emotion, no reaction. I, I can't wait for it to be over, or I never let it get over. What if you took a little extra time and put the energy and the effort into writing songs? And now not everyone's going to write like John Lennon and Paul McCartney. That's not the point that I'm trying to make here. But what I'm trying to say is don't be in such a hurry. Watch the reaction that you get from people when putting out your music. And if you're not getting that reaction, that's their polite way of saying the songs aren't good enough. Get better at your craft. Take the time to write those songs. And it could be moving them in a bunch of different ways. You know, he was playing back in the USSR. And, you know, it was one of those things where Ed Sheeran comes in. He goes, I mean, just he goes, the way that you put in the cities and the way that you did this. I think a lot of times as songwriters, you're just trying to get crafty with your rhymes. That's not necessarily the case. Get just I've heard uh, I can't remember the name of the songwriter that said it, but he said, Start, it was Bernie. Bernie Nelson said, start with a big paintbrush, get the canvas with the paint on it, and then go in and start fine-tuning. I had a young lady that sat in my office. One of my clients came in. She was visiting, and I said, "What? what's your strength? What makes things happen? And her, her answer to me was, she said, well, I can write songs really quick. I said, that's not necessarily always a good thing. I said, how often do you rewrite? And she goes, I don't. And I'm like, okay, let me share with you what the best songwriters in the world talk about. Liz Rose, 
she made a comment one time in an interview. She says, I, I, the first write at, I write at night with the wine and I rewrite in the morning with the coffee or something like that. It was on a Bobby cast recently. The best songwriters in the world are doing the rewrites. That's when the song's actually written. Too often, you're just putting out music. You write it. Just because you write songs doesn't make you a songwriter. And I say that respectfully. Put a little bit more time into the creation of this because it has the ability to affect people's lives. I have hundreds of clients that I work with that write songs that put chills on my arm. You know, when I hear it or I just I just can't get the melody out of my head. Take your time. I have a buddy of mine, his name's Martin Sutton, and he runs Songwriting Academy, and he's got some great tips and tricks. If you want to become a better songwriter, I suggest you go to songwritingacademy.com and check out Martin's uh, free stuff. He's got some great steps. He just recently did an event for me here in Nashville, and people absolutely love him. He just kind of became an unofficial sponsor of this podcast. This podcast brought to you by Songwriting Academy. So I'll make sure that you've got that information in the show notes, but it's songwritingacademy.com. And let's do a better job. Let's put out better songs. Let's not be in such a hurry. That's what I got from watching the movie yesterday. And if you haven't had a chance to see it, go out and do so. Hope you found value in this. If you wouldn't mind, I would love for you to share it with someone. Uh, If you get a chance, if you're over on iTunes and you want to leave a rating and a review, I would appreciate that as well. And once again, it's songwritingacademy.com. All right, we'll talk soon on the next episode. Ciao. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. Now, if you feel that having me as a coach or a mentor would benefit you at this stage in your career, I would love nothing more than to be a part of your team. Simply go to rickbarker.com forward slash assessment. That's R-I-C-K-B-A-R-K-E-R.com forward slash assessment. A-S-S-E-S-S-M-E-N-T. Let's see if we're a good fit. By answering the questions during this free assessment, it will also give us a great starting point and next steps to move your career forward. Also, if you know someone who could benefit from this podcast, please share it. It means the world. Last thing, let's stay in touch. Follow me on socials. I'll follow you back. And until next time, have a great day. You've been listening to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast with Rick Barker. You can follow Rick on Twitter at Rick Barker Music. And remember, you don't drown by falling into the water. You drown by staying there. 